In the name of God who is ever connecting us, amen. Jesus has set his face to Jerusalem. Um, This is a major sort of turn of events in the Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke is divided into three main sections. The the first section is um, the birth stories of Jesus, the infancy narratives as they're called. And um, and then he he begins his, his public ministry. In, in Galilee, he's baptized, he um, gathers together a community around him, he calls disciples, he, he's healing, he's teaching, he's preaching, but he hasn't, he hasn't left Galilee. And he predicts his death to his disciples. He says, look, um, this isn't going to end well. I'm going to die, and three days later, I'm going to rise from the dead, and they don't, they don't get this. So he takes them up on, on the mountain to pray, and, and there he's transfigured into glory, and they see him talking with Elijah and Moses, and they come back down from the mountain, and he tells them again, "Um, look, I'm going to die and and rise again three days later. And this time, um, they start arguing with each other. Okay, well, who's going to be the greatest in this place of glory that we're going to? And, and so we're told, this is, this is the turning point, that, that after that, the time had come. The time had come, but we don't know why, but the time had come for him to set his face to Jerusalem, to leave Galilee. That's, that's what that means, that, that his life's journey is now headed to Jerusalem, to, to, um, be resu- to die and be resurrected and ascended. And I tell you this because today we begin this, this, second, this second part of Luke, and we're going to hear stories along this journey of Jesus for several months, okay? And it's not a, it's not a linear journey that he's on. Um, we, don't, we don't really understand the path that he's taken. It's a, it's a true pilgrimage that he's on. He's traveling from holy experience to holy experience. And he, and he begins in Samaria. He starts, we hear that today. The first place he goes is Samaria. And we don't really know why. And we know that Scripture tells us that, that the Jews, uh, Jesus' group, and, and Samaritans, they don't get along. Um, Samaritans are actually seen as oppressors, really, kind of. But the, but the, but the thing is, they, they start out with a shared heritage, okay? Samaritans claim their, their descendants from Ephraim and Manasseh. These are sons of Joseph, and, and, and the Samarians, they were the Israelites in, in the northern kingdom before the, before the Babylonians and the Assyrians come and, and take the Israelites in, into bondage. Samarians are, are part of that Israelite heritage. And when they come back from, from um, bondage from Assyria and Babylon, this is when the break happens between the Samaritans and, and what we now know as the Jews. And, and they fight because the Samaritans, a lot of them were left in Jerusalem uh, during this time of bondage, and they wrote their own Torah. So they have two different Torahs, and the Samaritans say, ours is the true Israelite religion. And, and the Israelites, the Jews as we know them, say, no, no, ours is the true religion. And the main point that, that they fight over is where God truly resides. Where, where you go to worship God. So the Jews say um, it's on Mount Moriah in Jerusalem, where, where Jesus is headed, what, what today is called the Dome of the Rock. Okay? They say that's where God is present. 
And the Samaritans say, no, 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 it's in, it's in Mount Gorizim, in, in, in Samaria. You see, they had this, this, common, this common denominator of religion, but, but they, they, the semantics of it, that's what broke them apart. And this is where Jesus starts his journey. And we really don't know why. Um, maybe it's because he's, he's saying to those around him, my message, what I'm doing here, is beyond what, what you know. It's going to go farther than you think. I don't know, I could be wrong, but it's kind of an indicator, right? And, and what happens is he goes to Samaria and they say, well, we don't want you here because your face is set to Jerusalem. We can kind of see why, right? But what we do know is that James and John get really, really angry about this. They get really, really angry about the Samaritans' inhospitable behavior, and they say, look, can we bring down fire on them and consume them and obliterate them all? And Jesus says, no. This isn't about violence, okay? You know, we too kind of have our face set to Jerusalem. You see, because of our baptism into Christ's uh, life and death and resurrection, we're, we're on the same journey with him, right? We're, we're headed to our own deaths and resurrections and, and eventual ascension, okay? And, and the thing is, I, I find in, in our day and time, in our discourse, that we're much more like James and John. We, when, when people disagree with us, we want to call down fire upon them. We want to obliterate them. We want them gone. And I, I tell you this, I, 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 read, I read Twitter a lot. I don't tweet a lot, but I read Twitter. And I follow church nerd Twitter, okay? It's a thing. And in the last two weeks, um, there's this, been this competition on church nerd Twitter pitting hymns in our 1982 blue hymnal that's in your pew, pitting hymns against each other, Okay? So every day they, they have this, uh, do you want come thou, do you like come thou fount or uh, lift every voice and sing, okay? And people vote. And of course then they offer their opinion on why they vote. Friendships are literally breaking up <laughs> over the, their opinion of hymns in our 1982 hymnal. We have reached a new low, people. <laughs> this, is, this is the bottom of it. I really think so. And, and I, I, I mean, we re, we've reached this point where I'm completely right and you're completely wrong about everything, even hymns. This is crazy. And, and I do it myself, and I try to, when I get in that mode, I try to remind myself of, of being in law school and, and being in, in moot court competitions, and you have to argue both sides. Because you realize that this side has good points and bad points, and the other side has good points and bad. Nobody's completely wrong or completely right. But I think we've forgotten that in our society. We want the fire to come down, right? I've always wanted to preach about fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a goal, so I've gotten that today. It's really ironic, though, because when Jesus finally sends down fire on us, the tongues of fire, it's not to obliterate us. It's not to torture us. Uh, it's not to harm us. It's to help us understand each other. 
It's to help us hear the other person. It's, it's to help us um, communicate across divides of nation and race and context and culture. That's what happened on the day of Pentecost. Unless we forget that we are still in the season of Pentecost. In fact, we are a people of Pentecost. That's what we're called to do. And because of that, I read a lot about how to have a holy conversation with someone. How to have um, civil discourse, as they call it. And not too long ago, I came across a lady, not religious, she's not religious, and she said, I've got this great idea. What we ought to do in our, in our country to, to end this is to, to start a campaign to take the other to lunch. To um, go, if I like chocolate ice cream and you like vanilla ice cream, then we go to lunch and we talk about it. I'm not that simple, right? But liberal, uh, conservative, wh- whatever your issue, right? You, you go to lunch, that's her idea. And, and as she talked, I thought, that's what Jesus is telling us to do. He had that idea first. <laughs> Seriously, Jesus didn't say, um, hey, worship me, folks. Jesus said, look, when I'm gone, eat together, eat this bread and drink this wine together. And when you do that, I'm going to be present for you because that, that's going to sustain you. I walked this journey is what he said. I walked this journey. I know how hard it is to, to be with people who aren't like you and who reject your message or uh, reject your opinion or whatever it is. I know how hard that is. And so I'm going to be present with you to sustain you in this, in this bread and this wine. Think about that, right? Take the other to lunch. We do that every week. I think about that hymn line, um, and maybe this is give it away my favorite hymn, but seven whole days, not one in seven, I will praise you. We just come here to get ready to go back out there. Now I'll leave you with this, because I know how hard this is. So, so I think you may know that Fred Rogers is, I'm, I'm obsessed with Mr. Rogers. And um, there's a book, The the Faith of Mr. Rogers, that that really had a huge impact on me um, years ago now. I can't believe how old I am, but anyway, um, I'm older than you think, I promise. Um, And so in 1969, Mr. Rogers, he's not famous yet, okay? He's just uh, a local guy who has the show with children, his beginning budget was $30, okay? And by this point, his budget is $6,000. And he's called in to testify at a congressional hearing to try to get money for public broadcasting. And um, he has to face this guy named Senator Pastore. And Senator Pastore, he'd made up his mind that this was a terrible idea, that they weren't going to spend money on this, but, but he's going to let Fred come and talk anyway. And you can go on YouTube and watch this, and, and you can see Senator Pastore, he, he's not necessarily flippant, but he says, okay, you can make your statement, okay? And Fred begins to talk, and he begins with, with the common denominator that they have, care for children, okay? And five minutes in, Senator Pastore stops him and he says, you know, I'm a tough guy. And this is the first time in two days that I've had goosebumps. And Fred says, well, that's great. Can I tell you about one more song that I wrote? 
It's called, what do I do with my anger? How do I deal with my anger? It was a question that a child had asked him, and he, and he tells the story of his song that he wrote and, and how this is important to help kids figure out because we all get angry how to deal with that. And at the end of it, um, Senator Pastore says, you just earn the money. You just earn the money. And I think about that when I think about what it means to be a people of Pentecost because I think we're called to be Fred at times, right? To begin with, what do we have in common? As, as Christians, I, I guess, uh, at the 8 o'clock, if you ever come to the right one service, we always start with a summary of the law, the two great commandments that Jesus says, hang all the law and the prophets, right? To love your God with all your heart and with all your mind and with all your soul and your neighbor as yourself. Maybe as Christians, that's where we can start, okay? People question Jesus, what does it mean neighbor, right? We, we'll hear that a lot. And Jesus says, it's, it's bigger than you think. And so, so the semantics for us become, well, then how do we love our neighbor? But I think we can agree that, that that's the basis, right? When we talk to people, then it, we've got to be more like Fred. What do we have in common? What do we care about in common? I think that that's going to help change our discourse. But I also think that we have to be a little bit more like Senator Pastore who was willing to listen and to change his mind. In a very public way, actually. It takes great humility, frankly. It takes great humility to say, okay, I'm going to go with you to what is in common, what we have in common, and I'm going to be willing to change my mind on this. You see, we have to be both as a people of Pentecost, and it's really hard work. It's really hard work. The only, the only way we can continue in this work, because we're never going to get it all right, is to, to keep meeting each other right here at this table, drinking this, this wine and eating this bread. That's what will sustain us. But I also think it, that's what will change the world. It, 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 it has already. That's what we're called to do. Amen.